Hello, welcome to Activations with JJ. This is season two, episode six. I'm super excited to be with you today. I always feel like the times I choose to record the podcast, I'm a little hoarse. (laughs) I start talking and I'm like, wow, my voice is really low right now. So that's okay. I think in podcasting and radio, they actually tell you that a low voice is better. So hopefully we'll just keep plugging away and my voice won't give out completely. But I've had lots of awesome input over the last little bit and uh I guess I just I just have lots running through my mind as usual. Today though, I think I want to focus my thoughts on something that came through a cryon channeling that I watched. And if you haven't ever gone on to watch Lee Carroll, he channels Cryon. There is a YouTube channel that's called Cryon Channeling. And the episodes that I listened to, just so you can go back and refer, were from August 2020. And they took place in Kansas City, Missouri. I believe they were at a place called the Unity Church. I actually haven't had time to look it up, but it sounds like a really cool place. If some of you have heard of that particular congregation, they have different groups throughout, I guess, throughout the world. I haven't looked it up, like I said. but And one thing that might stand out about them is the fact that they have women in leadership positions. So... The cool thing is, is that the woman who started this church, essentially, picked a special place for one. So they talk about the fact that the earth has nodes, or you could look at them like chakras or just power centers, and that one of them is in that area of Kansas City, Missouri. And that... Her, uh, she was, okay, how do I say this? In a past life, she was Lemurian, and she was a, she was a female. And there's more to it, but I, I, he didn't give a lot of detail. So I'm feeling like I'm forgetting, but I really feel like he didn't give a lot of detail. So the idea is that she was bringing back ancient Lemurian wisdom. And that they went on this whole, he went on this whole uh, sort of uh, section about Lemurian lifetimes and the fact that if you lived in Lemuria, you only lived there one lifetime. You couldn't repeat lifetimes as a Lemurian. And so you learned the ancient wisdom of the Lemurians and he his theory was that she jumped straight from that lifetime into this lifetime in oh darn it was i feel like it was in the late 1800s early 1900s when this church was founded so of course she's gone now but i know that he's i want to say channeled her but connected with her in things like that. I think, I don't know, maybe somebody did channel her at this conference, but 
I don't know if I remember saying her name, but it's Myrtle. So she was kind of a spokesperson for this ancient Lemurian wisdom. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, I promise I'll get to the point, <laughs> is that I think that this was Cryon said that we're coming into an age when women are slowly rising to positions of leadership, specifically in religious structures. And that the divine feminine will now become more predominant. And the first thing I'd want to tell my listeners is maybe begin to pay attention to that. Begin to pay attention to feminine aspects starting to arise in different places in the world, in different structures, in different parts of society, in different parts of culture. I was listening to another podcast this week by Aaron Dowdy. And he's a pretty famous YouTuber, social media influencer that deals with metaphysical stuff. And I'll leave a link in the show notes so that you can see who he is if you haven't heard of him. I'm surprised if you haven't heard of him, but he was speaking in a recent episode about how when he first started doing his work, that he was very masculine-centered in the in his business. That he was pounding out all these YouTube videos every day and he was super intense. And that as time has gone by, he's tried to incorporate more of a, of a feminine approach to business. And he actually talks all about this in this particular episode. So again, I'll leave a link to it so you can find out more. I don't need to repeat everything he said. But it's so fascinating to me because I am also sort of developing kind of a business in in this same field. And of course, the predominant way to promote yourself is through social media, YouTube, that type of stuff. And it's, it's, if you look at what people do and some of the theories out there on how to do it is it's intense. It's posting frequently, like three or four times a day. And, but I've, I've had the opportunity to have these synchronicities appear that are telling me that that's not how it has to be. I've been following a few different influencers. Erin is one of them who've talked about how you need to let more of a yin energy into or a feminine energy into what you do. It's a myth that you have to just pound out all these things and schedule all these things and do all these things. That you can be successful and draw people to what you have in different ways. You don't have to be working an 80-hour work week. And that's something that's always turned me off about owning my own business. I have owned my own business before. And my husband and I did. And it was stressful. I don't, I don't have a good... Uh, how do I say this? I, I've really dealt with a lot of it. And I've assimilated it and learned from it. But it was... It was hard at that point in time. Like if I were to go back into that time, I feel like I was, something wasn't meshing, something energetically wasn't matching up. And I really do feel like spirit 
is guiding me towards a more yin type of working culture. And so my husband and I recently have been, have come up with kind of a mantra, I guess you could call it. And this, it's so fascinating again, how all these synchronicities. Now this was before I really tapped into this yin work schedule stuff, but our mantra was work half as much and make twice as much. So work half the hours, make twice the money. And we just kind of rejected the idea that you have to be a workaholic to have abundance in this world. Now, all these things I have been leading me up to, other abundance thinking and other, gosh, it's just been like this whole barrage of all these similar ideas. And I know I'm attracting them. I'm manifesting them, right? Because we manifest our own synchronicities. I was working again. I was also working with a coach and business strategy stuff. And I know that a lot of most of our background comes from the corporate and comes from your typical marketing, comes from all that. And she was talking to me about my strategies and how I was going to accomplish the goals that I had. And in the little amount of time that we had, I, I didn't really have, I, did, I wasn't able to articulate what was, what ideas she was presenting were working for me and what weren't. But it did give me a lot of food for thought. And I, I felt spirit telling me, just take in what she's telling you and then synthesize it and, and use your discernment. And in the end, the spirit was like, listen, you, need, you can learn all that you want about all this stuff, but you create what you want. You don't have to fit into somebody else's mold for your business. If you want your business to look like this, you know, a certain amount of hours and have a certain amount of outcomes and things, it can happen. It doesn't have to follow this, you know, whatever the marketing gurus out there say or whatever these books you read say. You can create whatever path to success that you want and whatever path to abundance that you want. So that was really powerful for me. It was really powerful for me to step into that. Now, I have yet to sort of explore that in depth. depth. But I am in part of this 21-day abundance group, which I feel like it's kind of circulating around um, a lot of metaphysical people's Facebook. So I noticed that um, there's lots of them out there. So you guys might have heard of this 21-day abundance. It's a Deepak Chopra sort of method which I'm super grateful for that it came here. I know that he was inspired by spirit to do this because the way that it is the way that it is propagated is is it's an exponential uh model. And so he's exponentially spreading abundance. He's possibly realizing that he himself as one has less impact than than sort of breeding these abundance groups in a way that's a little bit more organic. I don't even know how to totally articulate that. But that's the way of the new earth. The new earth is not about um, 
it's not about one guru uh, and everybody worshiping one guru. And so if Deepak is doing this and it's, I see that maybe coming out in him because right up front when I joined the 21 Days of Abundance group, it wasn't him that was up front and center. It wasn't like, you need to do this Deepak Chopra 21 Day thing. Now the YouTube videos we listen to are his. But like, again, I don't think he's really necessarily making money off it. I mean, he may be sort of uh, inadvertently making money off of it indirectly. But, and and whatever, I mean, I the exchange of energy is great because the, the value that I am getting from the videos is wonderful. So to support him in some ways is going to be a great exchange of energy if I go buy one of his books. But again, it wasn't like every finger was pointing me, 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 look at me, I'm doing this abundance thing. It was like, it was like given to the masses and let the masses run with it. I don't know. I feel like that's what's happening. So back to this yin energy, this female energy um, style. So I've talked about how it works, how it applies to like a work environment or like your hours you're putting in and, and how you structure a business. But I also want to talk a little bit about too uh, how thought leaders are going to be adapting this more feminine approach and this more feminine approach I remember I think Cryon again was talking about this but it's less of a it's less of a let's follow this guru let's like I said let's follow this guru it's less of that and more of everybody has this ability to channel and Let's listen to all different uh, sources of wisdom. And so you'll begin to see more people um, just collaborating and sharing in this. Because again, that's less of a masculine way. A masculine way is I'm going to get to the top and I'm going to step on anybody and everybody I possibly can on the way up. And that's, of course, a scarcity mentality because what you're saying is, there's only an, there's only a certain amount of abundance there and I'm going to claim it for myself before somebody else gets to it. And the new way of thinking is that it's a win-win for everyone. And that's why in past episodes, in past episodes of this podcast, Spirit has told me and whatever energies I've channeled has told me that... We are coming to a time when we need to uh, realize we all have a role and we all need to step into that role and that when we play our particular piece of music in the orchestra of the new earth, that will create a stability and a harmony that will allow for abundance to expand across the earth. And it was interesting because, again, in Cryon channeling, there was, oh, darn, was it Cryon or was it Bashar? I think it was maybe Bashar, actually. And the title of the channel was Eye of the Storm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I've been talking about in my podcast. If you guys know in the last... I don't know, I can't name the exact one, but you'll have to listen back to him. But I've talked about how 
I believe it was in the last, even most recent ones. We need to maintain our vibration. We are the eye of the storm, okay? So what does that mean? Well, if you're listening to this episode, then you are one because you attracted this episode. You manifested listening to this. You are meant to be a light worker that holds space for the for the coming new earth, okay? So are there... Is there change? Is there unrest? Is there transformation that's like breaking out of the cocoon stuff that's you have to have, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. You have to have destruction in order to have new creation or whatever, you know, however you want to see it. Yes, there is. Okay. But if you're listening to this podcast, your role, and how you can use your discernment is to Keep that eye of the storm, stay in the eye of the storm. Be that energy that's the eye. Be the energy that's the calm. Be the energy that is going to maintain that higher vibration so that uh, when the storm settles, the new normal will be a higher level than it was when the storm began. See, what we're doing in this eye of the storm is... You've got all this stuff circulating around and all this chaos circulating around you. And they're distracted and they're not realizing that those of us in the eye of the storm are slowly pulling the whole storm up. So even in the chaos, there is transformation. There is a raising of consciousness. Okay, you can read about that as well, about how all of these things coming to light being dug up from the bottom and being uncovered are part of the part of the transformation, part of the shift, right? Into a new, a higher vibration, into a different earth, into a different society, into a different culture. And again, we're just sitting here oming and meditating our way up, 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 up. So that being said, what would happen if you replaced all the time or some of the time you spent on social media just scrolling through the chaos, right? Scrolling through the storm. Do you have to scroll through the storm to know the storm is there? No, you don't. Okay? So then what if you took and replaced that with meditation, with quiet contemplation, with being outdoors and in, in feeding off of Gaia's energy? Okay, just think about it for a second. And I'm literally, I'm 100% talking straight to myself as well because I, I'm just like everybody else in a way, like we all get pulled into social media and we all get pulled into the news or even in conversations with people. So what if you purposefully maintained and held a space that was a little distant from the storm? Will you have to kind of, separate yourself from some people probably will you have to separate yourself from uh devices or social media well if you feel like that'll help and that's what you need to do then do it don't be afraid to take that step don't be afraid to do that as an empath you are naturally energetically subconsciously connected so you'll never be fully apart you're all one right we're all one storm like we're all the collective 
but you have your role and they have theirs. So again, spirit is constantly telling me, hold your space and perform your duties that you agreed to do and don't get distracted. But then don't beat yourself up for getting distracted. Just know like this is a human experience and you're going to have wavering times. But overall, my suggestion would be to invite you to continue to be the eye of the storm. And whatever it takes to remind yourself of that. Because we need constant reminders. We have these human brains that are maybe still running programs that are for the old earth. That's kind of our role. We're like a bridge, right? Whoever's born at this time is a bridge from the old earth to the new earth. That's kind of linear, but that's one way you can see it. So just some things to consider, things to ponder, things to think about. Uh, Possibly maybe hold yourself accountable a little bit for what activities you do to keep your vibration higher. Um, overall, you know, you're going to have, again, you're going to have your lows, but to keep your vibration higher overall, it's kind of a percentage thing, right? It's like proportions of higher versus lower, um, are what we're talking about here. So that's just, just something to think about and, and maybe some action points that you can do. So switching gears here for a second, I thought I would close out this episode by channeling, uh, bringing through a message from the Divine Feminine and just kind of inviting that energy to offer wisdom or counsel or anything, any information that we might, that might benefit us as we transition here. And I don't know if you're like me, but I'm kind of one of those those people who's like, all right, well, what do I need to do? How can I help type of a thing? So we could also set an intention to see how, well, of course, all of us are going to have a different role, but maybe how collectively we can sort of project an energy or channel an energy that will help and assist in this. Since it's a team effort, right? So I will go ahead and connect with that energy, which is of the Divine Feminine. And is an energy I have have connected with before in previous episodes. Hi, <laughs> 
We bring the energy of the divine feminine which existed in your language since ancient times in the Lemurian time period. We see things as a cycle and a circle and the meeting of two ends is occurring with this transition as that which is old becomes new. This energy which we bring forth has already been imprinted on the planet and is merely a recollection or a reactivation It is not a new creation. We seek to invite you to uncover the histories of the Divine Feminine which do exist, some etherically and some physically on the planet. Some will find through academia missing documents missing pieces of literature that will be brought forth to emphasize the feminine energy and the guidance from the feminine which will lead us into this new cycle of the earth. Others will channel wisdom which existed once in a physical form but was destroyed or taken off of the planet and is no longer accessible that way. Therefore, it will be channeled. Documents and histories regarding the traditions, regarding the ceremonies, regarding the songs, regarding the healing methods, regarding the Star Mothers. We ask you to bask in our energy at this moment. And as you noticed, we did invite that activation through the song We initiated it. You can still feel its current running through you if you desire to receive it. We invite you to bask, to absorb, to be filled with love, unconditional love, with all that your mother could never give you here incarnate. We offer We offer and seek to fill 
the missing gaps, the missing holes, the missing pieces. Many who are currently incarnated on the planet are beginning to notice an empty feeling. And we ask you to consider the idea that this empty feeling may be an absence of the Divine Feminine, the yin of the yang, the yin portion of the energy. And again, we pour this out upon you. We pour out the essence of who we are as a perfume would envelop a room we now envelop the planet. We now ask you to tune your senses to this particular fragrance, we might say, this particular energy And drink it in, dear ones, drink it in. Our children, yet not our children. We say this in order to help you understand that as you feel you are a child, you are also a mother. We referred earlier to the cycle and the circle and the duality. For in one is both the mother and the child. And we invite you to consider that idea. And even without pondering or analyzing the concept, you may simply hold the intention to allow it to exist, to allow it to become part of your awareness. We invite you to also become aware of ways in which you may manifest physically the energy of the Divine Feminine in all that you do and say. There are many who naturally gravitate to the, the masculine which has pervaded the systems of the earth for many, many centuries. And we ask you to give yourself permission to depart from that way and to embrace a new way, to be a pioneer, to be a forebear of all that will become, to be an initiator. We ask you to be one of them, one of the few, numerically speaking, and percentage-wise, 
It is a slim number, however, it does not take many to jumpstart this flow. For as you can imagine, the dirt and the plants drinking up water in a desert, so will the people of the planet drink up the waters of the Divine Feminine, which will be poured out upon them in abundance. We ask you to thirst no more, to starve no more, but to feast, to eat and to drink of our love, of our energy. And then, just as we have offered it to you, we ask you to pay it forward, as you would say in your language, and offer it to others. This message is brought in love and in light, in wholeness, in unity, in peace and harmony, and in tranquility, for those are the ways of your new earth. And so it is. Wow, thank you so much for co-creating that message with me for in order to have a speaker, there must also be a listener and that's what you were. So thank you so much for being here with me in this episode. I hope that you were filled as the Divine Feminine mentioned that as these star mothers, this Lemurian feminine energy mentioned that I hope that you begin to feast and that you no longer feel emaciated for we are coming to a time of abundance and I feel that also myself thanks again for joining me and I look forward to the next episode with you the light in me honors the light in you Namaste.